Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Biz Bites Monday. I have a really special guest with me that I've known for quite a while, Tracy Warren. And I brought her on here today because she is a master of connecting and connection and networking and collaboration. And I was telling her before I hit record that I really have had some envy all these years because I know this is truly her genius zone and it's not mine. And so the first 10 minutes, like always, I'm going to have her do some rapid fire I'm going to ask her some questions. I want her to share her zone of genius. She just came out with a new book. She's got an amazing um, freebie for you. At the end, I want you to be able to grab. But Tracy, thank you so much for being here today. You bet. I'm so excited. I know, because this is your jam. This is your jam. This is my jam. Here's my very first question to you. You consider yourself really a community creator and connector. Yes. And... The first question is, do you think that that's only for people who are extroverted? Because I know you love people. I love people too, but I also like, you know, like a little bit of a distance, except my clients. How do you navigate? Well, first of all, do you think that it's really the extrovert that knows how to build community? Absolutely not. I think the extrovert and the introvert are going to do it in two different ways. And I am not an extrovert on, or I'm not, a. I am a massive extrovert. I'm not an expert. Yeah. But I think for introverts, they're going to build a smaller, more intimate community where everyone really is in because introverts really love that deep connection. Yes. Um, Whereas not that, I mean, I like deep connection too, Right. (laughs) but it can be the goofiest thing. Like this morning I saw this funny meme and I downloaded it and sent it to like five people. It's just my way of saying, Hey, I'm thinking about you, but it's not, there's nothing deep about that. It's just me like, hi, I see you. And I know this will make you laugh. I love that. So two things, one, I'm an introvert. And although, you know, my confidence comes off, like I'm an extrovert, but really I'm an introvert. And so I like those deep connections. I don't, you know, I, and what you said just now, this is something I talk to my clients about, right. About like when we're making those connections, like think about what, like you said, five your friends or whatever, they got a little something, something. And for some of us, and I will say for me, right. It's not, I don't know whether it's not a skill or it's not that I'm not thinking about people, because there's plenty of times that I think, oh, Sally Jane would like that. I just don't like actually follow through. And that's something, honestly, this is also why you're hard for, for me personally too, right? Because I'm changing this. This is like such a thing that I want more and more to, to show people. Like a lot of times I'm thinking about a lot of people. And what you said is you just went, aha, and you just did it. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't think they would like it. It's just not something that's almost become like a habit or routine or like I have to like sh- almost structure it. Like, hey, don't forget to send that person, you know, this article I read that I was like, oh my God, this is totally you. I do that sometime, but I feel like I could do that more. Is this just a habit, do you think? Or is this a skill or is this natural for you? For me, it's very natural. And that's part of why I wrote the book is because 
I want to show other people how to yes. do what I do naturally. Yes. And um, just like everything else, it has to be scheduled. And if you can build in, you know, 10 minutes of connecting with your network time yeah. every day or 30 minutes a week, then I think it's a muscle that you can build. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm definitely about a calendar. So I do do that. Like I do reach out, but you know what it is? It's like, it's, I reach out with potential clients and those kind of things. So now it's sure. weaving in and, and honestly, part of it is, is so cool with the podcast here, right? I'm like, oh, I want to talk to her and I want to talk. And now it's kind of given me, maybe that's what it is. It's actually, I feel like almost like, oh, it's kind of given me a reason to reach out to a bunch of women who I'm like, oh, I really want to have a conversation with them. And I'd never really thought about like, and maybe this is one of the tips today in our, our, our business is like, can you give a little strategy on that reaching out? Like, here it is. Here's the truth. I reach out to you. You and I happen to know each other a little bit from years ago, but also I have been a watcher, right? Of all the amazing things that have been going on. And you have a skill that I want to become more proficient in. So one is you say you calendar it. And that's great. Thank you. I really needed you just to be very concrete. And number two is like, can you give an example how maybe this is because I'm a salesperson too. So here's the, I think here's the piece. And I bet you a lot of people feel like this. When I reach out to people, I literally really am in like collaborate, like building my community zone. But I'm also a businesswoman. I'm also, you know, a leadership coach, an executive coach, a business coach. So when I'm reaching out, I don't want people to be like, holy crap, Mary's trying to pitch me and I'm good at pitching, right? I literally, from my heart, I'm like, I don't know exactly what to say so that people, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people are just like, like you, like, hey, I'm so glad to talk. And it's not like, oh my God, what does somebody want? What? And maybe it's because also I get pitched a lot or I get, you know, people who are like, let's be friends. And then they're like, hey, let me show you my thing. And how do we navigate that? Well, there's a couple of ways, really. One is champions, focusing on champions. So you said you really reach out to prospects. Well, what if you also spent a little bit of time reaching out to people who you worked with before or you spent time reaching out to the people who are your raving fans anyway. Like, yeah. I think that's one, instead of trying to listen to everyone. Yeah. Coming up with a concrete list of people like, okay, these are the people I'm going to be really intentional about. Yeah. The other thing that I do, and I'm trying to do this more and more, cause I am, I would call myself traditional passive aggressive Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that, that sounds good. Tell me more. I just feel like in the, in the Northwest, and I could be completely making this up. There's a lot of passive aggressivity, like, Hey, I'd really like to talk to you. You want to connect instead of saying, being direct and saying, Hey, Mary, I would love to talk to you. And this is why I want to talk to you. Let me know when you can connect. But instead we do this vague, like, Hey, haven't seen you in a while. How's it going? And I feel smarmy. It feels it like feels, uh, what, what's and, going on. Yeah. And yes, it feels smarmy. And you don't mean it smarmy. I don't mean it smarmy. So I'm just trying to be much more direct in my communication. Even in the goofy things that I do on Facebook, sometimes it's like, hey, I'm running a test here. See if you can help me out. Like the algorithm doesn't like it when you post a link in your original post. So I'm going to post it in the first comment to see if more people see this. Yeah. Rather than 
like, so I'm just being honest. Right. Amen. And, and there's something so refreshing about honesty instead of trying to be perfect, which is complete BS anyway. Right. Right. So here's what I hear you saying. And so I'm going to give a, a tactical thing. So, you know, on LinkedIn, I'm using LinkedIn a lot more. And, yes. and so I'm like, oh my God, look at all these people I actually know, or these amazing dynamic women that I'm like, you know, I would love to have them in front of my community. Or I would just like, I, you know, honestly too, you know, some of these women, I'm like, I would love to be friends. I want more friends who are like wealthy, like I am or successful where we can just fly away for five grand for the weekend to go to the spot. I, that's what my 2022 goal is, is to have five girlfriends like that, where we're just like, it's not, nobody has little tiny kids or nobody has to ask their husband for it. Um, so what I've been doing on LinkedIn is like literally reaching out and saying, Hey, I'd love to chat. Um, I haven't been using LinkedIn much, but I want to find out like, Hey, what's going on with, with you lately in your business? Like really concretely, that's it. I have no ulterior motive. Like, what am I going to get out of this? What, you know, um, how something like that. Well, I think that's great. And I think for me too, one of the other things I've said is like, seriously, this isn't a pitch. Yeah. That's not my style. Right. And there has been a lot of bad behavior. And I think because of the bad behavior, it just has everyone sort of more alarm bells go off, even when they don't need to be. Yeah. I like that you said that. Here's one thing, um, one thing, and then everybody's make sure you stick around. We're going to have a, a half hour conversation, but we're getting to that 10 minute. Here's what I want you to answer really specifically, if you can, because I know that you created, um, you you have an office space, a, a work share area. And how do you think it's different online building a community versus in person? And what is one tip that you can give mm-hmm for a transferable skill, right? Because you and I, like when I walk into a room, I can, you know, shake hands, do all the things and I'm speaking and all that. And it's so much fun. And and it's easy to look eyeball to eyeball, right? But there is this funky dynamic, right? When you're Mm -hmm. like online, you're just like, hey, you know, you're sneaking into messages or DM or, you know, what have you. And it, it feels like there's not a congruency there online and offline? How can we become more congruent and talk to people online like we would offline? Well, I think that's one of the beauties of Zoom or whatever video function you want to use. Right. Is if I'm on the, I'm always going to do a video chat with someone if I have the option. Right. For a number of reasons, because you can't read tone in an email or a Facebook post but if you can see my face yeah. and like as, if I have to have a hard conversation with somebody or what I think might be a hard conversation, I want to do that over video every single time because you're going to be able to see it's it's not perfect, but you can see my heart and my compassion and my caring instead of like I'm sending you an email. Right. I just think that that's, it's so hard to read tone in a text, in any I, sort of text. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, super good tip. So tell me a little bit about why your brand is all about Ignite Your Champion. I love that. It gets me juiced up and excited. Why did you decide to use those words specifically? Well, I love that you asked me that. So when <laughs> I, 
when I first started the process of writing the book, it was called Nurture Your Network, which is nice and sweet. But the problem with Nurture Your Network is that a lot of women get stuck in the nurturing. Yes, thank you. Right. We, so we we do nice things and, and we do it because we want to or we care about people, but we don't ask. We don't make the asks. We don't ask for help. We don't ask for the sale. And um, I actually worked with a messaging coach, um, Dr. Michelle Mazur. She wrote a book called The Three Word Rebellion. And I hired her to help me, which is how we came up with Ignite Your Champions, because it is much more fire driven. And that's actually my my process is that it's fire, building a foundation, creating the ignition, building relationships and building engagement. Wow. Love that. Okay. Say that again. Cause that's really juicy. Say that at fire. What's that fire. Yeah. So it's building a foundation, giving it some ignition, building relationships and creating engagement. Yeah. And I think the challenge is that there's a lot of people out there just doing all the things without stopping to evaluate. Is this the right thing? And by evaluate, I mean, measure. <laughs> Yes, I should be. I want to be clear that the word is measuring. So one of the things I've been talking about is that if you look at all marketing as an experiment, really growing our businesses, it's all kind of an experiment, right? Like I'm going to talk about this topic and see how it lands, but test it, measure, adjust and test again, right? That, um, it's so easy to go, well, I have to do everything. I have to, if you think about Instagram as an example, really Instagram is four platforms in one because you have stories, IGTV, reels, and the newsfeed or the feed. Right. Yeah. And if you are like, well, I have to create something for all of those. And I then I need to go to Facebook and post on my business page and my personal page and LinkedIn and Pinterest and blah, blah, blah. When do you have time to, actually build a business like you're right. just out there and um well I mean that's the measurement piece right make choices based on results and results is a tricky word when it comes to social media as an example like more likes is not a result right oh, please more conversations is a result did somebody hear something I say and were they compelled to take action? And I think for you with your podcast, it could be that someone started listening, they've binged it all, and they're they're just they're following you and they're listening and they're paying attention. And they're not hiring you today, but boy, when they're ready to hire and they call you, they are ready to work with you because they feel like they know you. And it's it's almost a little creepy. Like I had this conversation with somebody and I was like, oh yeah, you told that story about hiking with your dog. And it felt very voyeuristic, but it's something she shared on her podcast, but it still was like, oh, this is a little odd, but all the things that we do, whether it's making a personal phone call or sending a private message or having a podcast or commenting on someone's Facebook business page, it all is, we're making emotional bank deposits. Like yes. I'm making a deposit in Mary's bank. 
like, so for today, as an example, you are making a huge deposit in my emotional bank account because you asked me to be on your podcast. Now, great. You can call that in whenever you want, right? <gasps> oh, so, I didn't think about that. Okay. I remember that. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, so yes, when I start a podcast, I want to have you on as a guest. That's an easy way. Yeah. But it could also be like when you're making deposits in other people's emotional bank accounts, then when you need help, even with the simplest thing, like, oh, I have a new blog post, Tracy, would you mind sharing it on your LinkedIn page? Absolutely. I mean, honestly, almost anyone can ask me to do that and I will do it. It helps me because it gives me something to share about it. Oh, look, helps. okay. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> I love that you're saying this. So let me, let me ask you this. Cause I think that this is exactly, it's back to not naming your book, nurture, nurture, Nelly, Nelly, nurture girl. Okay. This is so good. And I think this goes across all, all levels for women, whether they're Sally Jane starting out or the, the, the CEO is that frequently I have found that a lot of times women have a hard time asking, right? I don't want to blanket it, but you know, I some people are good you, at it. Like, right? I love how you shifted your language. I was like, because you know, it, it's like sometimes there's a string attached. It kind of goes back to what I was asking you on, like, just showing up and saying, like, "Hey, Sally Jane, let's talk." I, you know, or I love how you did this, or I see you're spooking here, and it was really whatever. That those of us who are salespeople. Right. Having an ask, frankly, I would never have thought to even say to you, short of, I know you'll share this with your community, of course, but I would never have even considered think, asking you or anyone, hey, can you share my blog post? Like I never would have thought about that. And so there, and it's funny because I'm definitely a champion for women asking for what they want. I just wouldn't have thought of it. So can you share a little bit about that dynamic, right? So I appreciate what you're saying as far as an emotional bank account. That seems like, okay, there's that reciprocity. In fact, I, I was writing my newsletter this morning about reciprocal relationships, right? So sure, when I have something, maybe I'll reach out or definitely when this goes live, et cetera. But I, how does that go a little bit when like a deposit in someone's emotional bank account and that could be also like, maybe let me ask you if it's something also like this, like when you shared earlier that you sent out to five friends or five colleagues, a little blurb, is that also something that starts tallying up where it's like, there's that reciprocity. And I'm not saying you're doing that with the intent to ask somebody. No. I'm really trying to get also tactical for people yeah. and for women who, who wouldn't think to ask someone else. Maybe this is the better question, Tracy. What are some asks that you have seen with your own clients and colleagues, because you have a big circle of influence, what are common things that women don't ask for in business that they could and actually elevate themselves, develop more harmonious community, um, really have great collaborations? Where are we falling short on this? I have found, thank you for that language. <laughs> Women don't ask for help ever. Yeah. I can do it by myself. I can. So even, you know, when you and I first met, we met through a women's organization. And when we did our introductions, our little 60 second spiels, part of that was what is a resource you're looking for right now? What is help you need right now? And 90% of the time it was like, I'm good. I'm fine. But 
asking for help serves you and the person you're asking. Mm -hmm. That's part of being in community is we want to support each other. And um, I'll just tell a quick story. So I have a co-working space. It was not, if you build it, they they will come. It was really, really hard. And a year in, I was... I locked myself in the storage room. I was ugly crying with a friend. And I said, she said, Tracy, stop. People love you and they want to help you. They just don't know you need help. I just have chills. That makes me want to cry. Yes, I love that. I asked for help. And sometimes that looked like asking people to join or whatever. But I had my first five-figure month that month because I started asking for help. And I think that's can be the challenge in social media in general is everybody posts this cotton candy, my life is perfect right. crap. And so asking for help can be as simple as, hey, I just wrote this blog post. Can you share it? Or I was on this podcast. Would you mind sharing it? Or who do you know who and being very specific or asking for advice, right? Like when someone asks me for advice, I feel so honored. Yes. Now the key to asking for advice, like if someone were to reach out to you and ask for advice, the key is to know what the boundary is, right? Between I'm asking you for this advice that's going to take you a minute or two versus I'm asking you for free business consulting, which is not okay. Right. And, and I, think, I think too, isn't it the relationship too? You know, it's like, like, I think that if colleagues, like if you ever reach out to me and said, Hey, you know, I'd love to bounce this idea off of you around business We're colleagues. So that feels honestly different. Although, you know, would we hire each other? Sure. We have levels of expertise in different areas, but, but as a colleague, I see you as a peer, I see you as a colleague. So of course I would, you know, if you had a question, I would jump on, of course I wouldn't even hesitate. And I would be like, Oh my God, that's so great. So I appreciate that. It's, it is that moment where, like you said, who's doing the asking, right? So we want women to ask, but we also, there's a moment also, like you said, for us, our boundary is, um, how much quote information are you giving away or time spent with them that really the line is like, I can answer some of these questions, but then it's going to, then now we're moving into like, this is my consulting. Yes. Well, and I think boundaries is a really, really challenging area for women because of society, right? right? Like I think this was a challenge for me even until I was in my mid four up until I was in my mid forties, because we get wrapped up in our roles. Like, Oh, of course I can't grow my business right now because I'm raising children or I'm taking care of my household or fill in whatever blank works for you or is relevant to you. But boundaries are tough. So I actually started, I started ranting the other day at home about is Facebook the problem or do you just have bad boundaries? So true. And I just started going and I told my husband, I said, next time I need to record this because whether I want to say it the way I was ranting about it or not, it's really relevant. It's a good conversation to have. Right. 
I heard somebody speak the other day about how our children don't know how to be bored because we give them smartphones. So they don't, if they're quote unquote bored, they can just open their phone and be entertained in whatever that looks like. And not that screens are the problem, but uh, there's, oh boy, I lost my train of thought, but that's all right. So we were talking about boundary boundary thing and people wanting to pick your brain, you know, like people will say to me, Hey, can you, I pick my, you know, can I pick your brain? I'm like, well, that's going to cost you X amount, you know? Um, So it's back to, you know, getting, I want to get back a little bit into that, you know, reaching out and building community in a way that somebody doesn't feel. And I think that part of the reason that people, that women don't always ask for help. There's a couple of reasons. One is it's also, I believe strongly there's a shift, right? So it's one thing when I ask for help, like if I'm hiring somebody, like I don't have any problem with that. Right. I invest money to save time. It's, I think there's the, then, then that's one avenue of asking for help, right? I'm going to hire Sally Joe because I don't pay her a ton of money because she's going to save me so much time. And those of us who are wealthy and successful, we invest to save time. So it's this next piece. It's that collaborative thing where, you know, reaching out to a colleague. So can you give another example or two of ways that people could, you know, like you said, just be honest, say, this is not a pitch, Or what are some other ways that you could help jog our thinking around giving back like you did with a meme like this, for for example, you know, I look at this as like this is old school networking, right? This is old Mm -hmm. school selling, right? And so sometimes what I talk to my clients about is just like you said, whether it's a meme, it's an article, write a freaking note, like it's all of these little things or, or share without even saying I shared, maybe just tag somebody where you're sharing their article, their publication, you know, the Amazon link to their new book and just tag them. Like, I'm so excited for you. Like it's all these little things that you said are making these deposits. Right. And so one of the things that you do is you make this a practice. How is it then? So let's just say we're doing those things. We're doing those things. We're making these deposits. Like when somebody's reaching out to ask for support or, or help, you said just being honest, like, hey, this is not a pitch. Like, hey, I'm not going to pitch you. But what are some other things? So so somebody could say something like, hey, like, I'm, I want to give some examples to jog your thinking too, right? Like, hey, I've, I'm getting ready to launch my book. I would love to be able to come into your community and into your Facebook group or onto your LinkedIn or, you know, at your women's group or your business association and talk about, you know, the fi- the fire, right. That you yeah. use in. So how could somebody do it like that? Like if they're going to reach out to that kind of level and to be like, I went in front of your people, what's a way that they could do it? Well, here's a perfect, this is a great example. Um, the speaking or podcast guesting as an yeah. example, right? So I have a list of podcasts I would like to pitch myself to be on. And so I also have all of their Instagram links and all of their Facebook business links. And I go in and I just make a practice of commenting. Yes. Thank commenting, you. not reacting, not clicking like that's useless for this purpose. Yes. Um, it's almost useless for any purpose, but anyway, uh, commenting, being of service, going yes. in and sharing, you know, sharing a takeaway you got from something they did. And I'm doing it in a wholehearted, like, I really do care. And yes, I would like to be a guest on your show. 
And so when it comes time for me to ask, my name is no longer unfamiliar. My name is like, oh, Tracy, wait, I know her. She's been commenting on all of my IG. The other thing about doing that is it helps to make sure you're in alignment. So I started out with this big, long list, and then I would go to their page and I could see what they're talking about. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right in line with what I, like our values are similar. Or you're like, holy crap, what the hell are these people talking about? They're over there in the crazy town world, right? I totally know. I've had that happen too, where I'm just like, oh, wow, I love that one podcast episode. And and I've looked and I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, unfriend, un un everything. I don't want to be around that. Yeah. So even another example is, so with, I have a book. So I could reach out to the, president of a chamber and say, Hey, I'm interested in perhaps speaking to your group. Would it be okay with you if I sent you a copy of my book? Yes. Good. Right. It's I'm giving them something and no expectation, right? They don't have to have me as a speaker, but it's a, a book is a really, at first, it's a really great piece of uh, credibility, but it also doesn't cost me a ton of money to just send that. Right. And, and I think it also says it sends a message about who I am as a person that, oh, okay. She's not going to, even if they read just a little bit of the introduction, they're going to know I'm not going to come into their group and sell from the stage for 20 minutes. Right. Or, or bomb. Right. Or, or bomb. Yes. Right. Hopefully not. No, I mean, not you, definitely not you, but yes. So, so, and I think that part of really the biggest takeaway today, like, and I want to wrap up a little bit and I want to make sure you share all your goodies and everything. I think what I hear is your biggest takeaway. And I really appreciate you sharing all the strategies. I think the biggest takeaway is candor, really being honest, also being from the place of, um, give before you ask, right? Support before you ask. And when you do ask, ask with candor and honesty and, and really like, so somebody understands and not necessarily from the, I really want to be on your podcast, but also when you're doing an ask to do it from the perspective that um, how can also this be supportive to this other person? So if you want to collaborate or you want to get to know somebody, like why would they also want to get to know you? Maybe, you know, like maybe you're pretty cool too. And, you know, there's something that you could contribute to them. Absolutely. And I think the key, so I would imagine that you, um, I know I have had, I've had people in my life who, I know they're keeping track. Like they've done something nice for me. They've done something nice for me because they throw it in my face later. Right. (laughs) Um, And I think making sure you're not like, oh, because I've done these nice things for you now, you owe me. Right. Um, The key is really giving without expectation and remembering that when I scratch your back, Mary, you're not necessarily going to scratch my back back, but you're going to scratch someone else's who's going to scratch. And it all comes full circle, right? That it's not always you and me reciprocating with each other. It's community reciprocation. Mm, That's so perfect, right? Like the good that I put out into the world 
or you put out into the world, it creates ripples that change that can change our community, which can change our world. Yes, love that. That's so good. So thank you. This is so good. We could talk all day. Tell us all where we can find out more about you, the name of your book. I know that they can go to your website. I also know that you've got a little gift for them. Tell us about it. I do. So you can find me at igniteyourchampions.com. And that is champions with an S. And that's where you find me on Instagram and Facebook and all of that too. Yeah. Um, and what I love, so I do have a gift. It's a bingo game. And because my brand used to be Nurture Your Network, you can find it at nynbingo.com. And what I love about this bingo game is it gives you 24 practical, actionable things you can do to build your champions. Love that. So and, and it makes it fun, right? Like, right. I think that's, that that's part of, of it. I think that that's what I love about you too, Tracy, is that you do, you know, you bring your energy, you bring that delight to your community and it helps us all recognize that at the end of the day, like really being real and being human and being kind and generous and still being able to ask for what you want and um, that, like you said, that's that ripple effect, but, and you've given us all permission to be more like that. So I really appreciate you coming on. It was so good to see you and all of your goodness will be in the show notes. So this is for everyone. I want you to end with, I always like to ask people, like, how do you define the concept of lead a life uncommon? Everything I do is about being uncommon. Yes. Um, in our businesses, common this makes us a commodity like mm. milk. There's nothing exciting about buying milk. Um, to stand out, you have to be uncommon and uncommon doesn't have to be spectacular. Yes. We can find micro little ways to be unforgettable. Yes. Love that. Thank you, Tracy. Bye everybody. Thank you so much. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life uncommon herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.